Every Thursday, we'll be releasing a pair of interviews with some amazing nonprofits talking about their awesome impact in the communities they are in. We'll talk about some challenges they've faced and chat about their best tips and tricks that might just help your organization do good better. Hey, enjoy these mini episodes of inspiration that make a major difference in the lives of those served by these incredible nonprofits. Hey, did you just have a meeting with a donor and they told you something really, really important and you have no place to put it except for like maybe an Excel spreadsheet or, I don't know, a random piece of paper in your office? Go to DonorDoc.com. Get a CRM system that works. Get a donor database system that works. Get something that gives you beautiful reports and beautiful dashboards that even your crankiest board member will love. Go to DonorDoc.com. Use the code word do good better at checkout and get a month free. DonorDoc.com. Hey, do-gooder, what are you doing September 12th and 13th? You should join us at Raise 2022. It is one of my favorite virtual events of all time, uh, brought to you by our sponsor, One Cause. Listen, if you want a lineup of incredibly talented and smart human beings on fundraising and marketing and event planning, well, you need to make it to Raise 2022. Go to onecause.com forward slash raise Use the promo code DOGOOD22. It's for a $99 ticket that you'd normally pay $129 for, but because they are sponsors of the show and because they're amazing, they're going to give you a little bit of a discount. DOGOOD22 is the code. OneCause.com forward slash raise. Get your ticket today. I'm going to be there. You should be there. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Listen, it's one of the most compelling virtual experiences that you're going to have at a conference this year. I hope to see you there September 12th and 13th. Hey, these... Ticket prices and codes are good till the 15th of August. Come and join us. Come on. Choosing a partner to help you achieve success in your business or personal finances is a big decision. You need a devoted advisor who's experienced and attentive and invested in helping you accomplish your goals. Hey, you know what that sounds like? Brady Martz. Brady Martz knows that you've got a lot of options to choose from, but we're confident that Brady Martz is the right accounting firm for you. they got more than a half a century of experience making everyday count through tax, accounting, audit, and business advisory services. So contact Brady Martz to learn more about their unique solutions that they can provide you and your nonprofit. Your organization is awesome, but sometimes you want to be even awesomer. It's time to get your fundraising on with your host, fundraising expert and author, Patrick Kirby. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kirby. And of course, we talk with people who are going to help our small and medium-sized nonprofits do good better. And sometimes, nay, most of the time, those individuals actually run small and medium-sized nonprofits, which is exactly what we have today. Uh, Nathaniel Douglas, Executive Director of the Perry Center here in West Fargo, North Dakota. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate it. If somebody is uh, scrolling through YouTube or they're scrolling through iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're finding the official Do Good Better podcast, and they say the Perry Center, and they say, well, that sounds interesting, but they don't know exactly what goes on there. So at a 5,000-foot view, could you tell me who you are, what you do, and why we're talking today? Yeah, absolutely. So the Perry Center is a maternity home uh, located in West Fargo, and we serve women ages 12 to 30 facing an unexpected pregnancy. And so we're providing shelter, education for them, just 
equipping them for motherhood. And so our population that we're serving typically is coming from homelessness, rape and abuse, trafficking situations, uh, the sex industry. And, and so there, there's a lot of, um, a lot of difficult pasts that we're, that we're dealing with, but, uh, we operate as a home. And so, um, yeah, just teaching them a new way of life. Excellent. And as a uh, speaking of paths, um, how on earth did you get started? This seems like a, a very recent, this sounds very recent to me. I guess that's probably not the case, is it? No, we've, we've been around for a long time. So uh, we've been around since 1986. So in the nonprofit world, that seems almost like forever these days. And uh, so we have a lot of history and how we started was just seeing a need in the community and doing the unconventional thing by opening up our homes and saying, hey, you don't have a place, come stay with us. And in today's world, that's so foreign. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't just open a door for someone and say, yeah, come stay at my house. And so um, it was just a group of people saying, we got to step into this. If there's no place, we're going to create a place. And so that's where we started way back in the 80s. And it's kind of uh, transformed a few different times, but uh, we made an official uh, official place in 1986, and we've moved around a couple of different places. And uh, so West Fargo has been our home since 2005, and we've served over 2,000 women facing an unexpected pregnancy, which is incredible. What I love most about this is this is a very classic nonprofit story, which is the government can't, shouldn't, and won't do something, and an organization sweeps in, sees a crack in the uh, system itself, and begins to fill it. So kudos yep. to you. Uh, being a nonprofit leader is very difficult. Being a nonprofit leader in your particular niche has got to be extremely uh, difficult uh, to sort of sort of see on a regular day to day basis. But my guess is if you've served over 2000 individuals and helped them along the way, I'm guessing there's a success story or two that you remember during the times where you're like, what on earth are we doing here? Yeah. You remember one or two of them that go, oh, yeah, I know exactly. Can you share one of those with us? Yeah, absolutely. So we operate as a life transformation program. So shelters are very short term, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, and you're off to the next place. And I believe that there's a time and place for those uh, types of organizations, uh, but sometimes can just be a Band-Aid on a gaping wound in a way. So when we identify as a life transformation program, it requires investment. So that's investment from us. That's investment from our clients. And I think when you set the tone that way, then the expectations are there. Everybody knows what what's at stake and how how long this is going to be and so life transformation takes a lot of time can't happen just overnight and so when we uh we have a number of women that come in that stay with us you know over a year sometimes sometimes nine months after baby it just really depends on their situation and where they're trying to go afterwards but i mean there's just so many moments that uh, we're just doing life on life with them. And so uh, I'm doing uh, parent teachers conferences when these girls are in school and I've attended graduations. And so the success stories are, you know, just so many that women, when they leave this place, they see us as a home. And so 
a lot of these girls, when they graduate our program, they can move wherever they want to move. But part of that success story is they choose to live by the Perry Center because it's home. They know where a meal is. Uh, they know, uh, hey, I got a question on this application or I'm facing this. Can you walk me through this? And so to see just these girls live healthy lives, sober lives is pretty amazing. And so it's it's hard to narrow down just one success story because we are a life transformation program. We are seeing a lot of success. We're not this revolving door. And so, I mean, just recently, uh, yesterday, we we celebrated a girl that uh, said, well, I'm never, I'm never going to graduate. I've, nobody in my family has ever graduated. I've never had time to go to school. It's not in the cards for me. Well, part of the requirement being at the Perry Center is going to school. And so she just graduated yesterday, which is so awesome. And just to see all of these things, these doors just start opening up for her where vehicle is an issue. Well, there's another organization that we partner with that uh, supplied a vehicle. Uh, occupation. Well, the Perry Center also has a daycare where there's an opportunity for women to uh, be employed there. And so she's starting to just overcome these hurdles that a lot of these girls are scared to face. And so just seeing that success and uh, we're celebrating her year anniversary at the Perry Center. And uh, uh, again, I've just seen so much life transformation happen where she's ready to ready to be independent and live on her own, which is pretty awesome. It's pretty cool to see that you in real time get to break the cycle of life blockades that some of these uh, young women come into your center. And I like the idea that uh, as a true nonprofit, the flexibility of a one size does not fit all sort of application to the whole programs and services, I think is a kudos to you. Uh, challenges probably abound. Uh, COVID aside, I'm sure that the uh, Perry Center has experienced its own sort of uh, ups and downs. Um, what sort of challenges are you facing currently for programmatically um, that, and then how are you sort of overcoming that? Yeah, that, that's a great question. Uh, there's a lot of hurdles when you're dealing with uh, this population and a lot of those family chains that are holding them down sometimes. And so for us, what we're seeing being a big issue, you know, first, if we take a step back, we say, I would say there's three main hurdles that our residents are facing, and that's finding childcare, finding housing, and finding an occupation. Those are really big things. And it's this catch 22 in a way where it's okay, I need to get a job to get childcare, but I need someone to watch my child. You know, it's just this back and forth, back and forth, which is crazy. Uh, but right now, what we're seeing in our community is a lack of childcare. And so, yes, the Perry Center, we have a childcare facility. We're able to uh, house 18 children over there, zero to six, which is great. But again, it, it's very limited. And so when we're serving women, part of that, you know, graduation process is, okay, I need childcare. Well, now we're limited and we have a childcare just 20 feet away from our building, but they can't utilize it because it's full. And so it's a good thing and a bad thing. Uh, and so what we're doing is, again, doing the polar opposite of what the community is doing. So we started seeing a need in the community saying, guess what? Yeah, there's no place for these expecting mothers. We're going to create a maternity home. And so I believe it's our duty now to say, 
childcare places are closing at a crazy rate right now. And so we're going to step in and we're going to expand when it doesn't make sense. And so we are in this expansion part of our ministry, which is so exciting, terrifying in the same manner, <laughs> but uh, we're able to double our size, double our license, and I say double our impact. And so we're creating our, our, our license will have 30 spots. And so that is going to be designated for Perry Center women. And so it's an opportunity for them to check that box of, I got good quality child care, just 20 feet away from that, from my home, and it's going to impact my child. And that's part of that life transformation piece. You know, most parents don't just go from one daycare to the next, to the next, to the next. You typically go to that daycare until your kids start school. And so even though a resident isn't staying at the maternity home anymore, we're still working with their child and we're still impacting a generation. And so it, it's really exciting because we still get to check on the moms, see how they're doing um, and, and just follow up with them and parenting and how's that going. And so it really, when we say it's life transformation, it's so long-term, it is life transformation. And that's not just the mom, but it's the child as well. And so we're impacting families, which is pretty awesome. Well, I think the uh, the fact that you've thought about a continuum of care from start to finish, I think, is a, a kudos to uh, you know trying to figure out you know how to make uh, less bumps uh, happen to an already uh, bumpy life uh, that individuals yeah. uh, have, which is awesome. As a nonprofit leader, there's always uh, we're always looking for tips and tricks from people who are in the field and boots on the grounds. Nate, do you have a tip or a trick that you can give a nonprofit leader that you've seen that works that might work for somebody else listening to this podcast? Yeah, uh, I mean, there's there's so many, and so many have been passed on to me and and uh, just other nonprofit leaders. So I always I always love a moment to just speak into other nonprofits and just sometimes even it it might be so simple, but it's a good reminder. Like, oh yeah, that 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 is what we need to do, and this kind of moves to more on the donor side. So the Perry Center, we're 100% donor funded. So we're not receiving government funds or anything like that. And so our donors are, are very valuable to us. We exist because of them. And so my, my tip and trick is always to treat our financial supporters as a relational situation and not a transactional situation. If you're just looking for people to write a check, you know, it's not going to go that far. And it's it's eventually going to fizzle out and they're not going to be truly excited. When you can be relational with those people and do, again, the unconventional thing where you're calling them up and just seeing how they're doing and going beyond, you know, money and all of that, I, I kind of have this internal promise to myself that I don't call people and ask for money. I never do that. There's a time and place where we can sit down and talk about that. But when I call people, it's just to see how they're doing. How can I pray for their family? How can I, um, how can I stop by for a cup of coffee? The money stuff will come, you know? And uh, I think there's just some amazing things that come out of being relational and not transactional. And, and there are those moments that people are like, yeah, I just, I'm so invested in that place. It's more than just, 
a tax write-off for me. Like I love what they are doing. I love the lives that they are impacting. And I want to invest more than I typically would by just getting a tax write-off. And so we've just seen a lot of growth in the last five years by having that approach, just being relational, not transactional. Patience uh, in developing a relationship will pay off every single time. A wonderful reminder. And of course, people are going to want to know, well, I need to know more about the Perry Center, but they not, might not know how to get to your website or how to contact you. So I think you should spill the beans. How on yeah. earth do people click on the interwebs and find you to learn about all the awesome things that you are doing? Yeah, everybody should know about the Perry Center. So uh, you can go to perrycenter.org. Uh, living in North Dakota, I think a lot of people uh, call it the Prairie Center cause just because that's a North Dakota thing. And so Perry Center, P-E-R-R-Y, C-E-N-T-E-R dot org. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of those things. Um, and people can partner with us and uh, and just support this this life-giving ministry that, uh, that we have going on here in West Fargo. We'll have all the links in the show notes as usual. And when you're clicking on that, while you're clicking on that, by the way, if you haven't subscribed or liked the show, even shared the show, you should number one, and then immediately go back to the show notes and click on all the Perry Center stuff and donate and uh, find out more and share with your friends so that everybody else knows exactly who and where the Perry Center is. Uh, hey, thanks so much for what you do. Thanks so much for uh, filling a gap the way that the nonprofit world uh, always traditionally does. But thank you so much for being a guest here on the official Do Good Better podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Look, as someone who listens to the show, you know that I love helping small and medium-sized nonprofits. That's why we bring on the awesome experts and guests that get to talk to you about how to make your organization more awesome. So I've got a deal for you. I would like to help you. I would like to work with you. So if you go to dogooduniversity.com, that's dogooduniversity.com, and you register for one of the courses, I'm going to send you my best-selling book, Fundraise Awesome or a practical guide to staying sane while doing good for free because I really want you to do amazing work. Listen, dogooduniversity.com. Go pick out something, whether it's a board training or a gratitude training or whatever webinar you want to choose. Um, use the promo code podcast. Take 25% off of anything that you purchase. And I'm going to throw in a book as well because I want you to do awesome. I want you to do awesomer. And I want you to do good better. Go to dogooduniversity.com today.